what up? Before we get to the episode, I need, I need, I need some internet experts to help me out. As you can see, this length is not very long. Internet problems again, and you know, after thirty minutes, it just completely shit out on me. So, if you have any advice or any suggestions on how to fix my internet issue, because we're trying to do this with a video, we're trying to do this on YouTube, and we're trying to, you know, have things we can cut out and use for social media, and it's just overwhelming my Riverside, which is supposed to be the best podcasting website that you can use. So if you have any suggestions, feel free to shoot me a DM and offer them to me because shout out to Cody, man. He's grinding and locked in, and I'm feeling like I'm letting him down because my equipment that I keep paying money for just keeps absolutely letting me down. So short episode, 30 good minutes, and then, yeah, my internet just goes completely out. So Hopefully I can get it figured out by Monday, but enjoy the episode video of this one. Probably not going to end up on YouTube, I don't think. Maybe, but go subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Let's get to it. When it comes to insurance, you want someone you can trust. Look, you trust me with your time. You listen to me to laugh, to think. Or so that I can make you mad with something I've said. Look, trust the person that I trust when it comes to insurance. John Runyon with Farm Bureau. John is a longtime friend of mine, since junior high actually, and has been my insurance agent the last four or five years. He will be honest, fair, and maybe most importantly, communicate with you in a timely manner. When I had a rock go through my windshield and needed to make a claim, the process was quick and easy, and I had a check mailed to me almost instantly. To see what he can do for you when it comes to home, auto, or life insurance, Contact him via phone at 865-982-2559, or you can shoot him an email to get the ball rolling at john, J-O-H-N dot runyon, R-U-N-Y-A-N at F-B-I-T-N dot com. That's 865-982-2559, or john dot runyon at F-B-I-T-N dot com. John Runyon with Farm Bureau. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Ladies and gentlemen. All I know is you never had the makings of a varsity athlete. What is it with you and this obsession with this varsity crap? Crap. Crap. People come to us because we don't sell them on anything. They can't refuse because of the implication. You wonder ever you're a bad man? World needs bad men. We keep the other bad men from the door. Some things are a matter of duty. The world's greatest podcast in America. That doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough to dispute. I was about to take advice from a clown who dies headfirst into the shallow end of the booth. It's the world's greatest podcast in America. With John Reed and Cody McClurk. Uh, if it is to be said, so it be, so it is. It's a Tennessee thing. Well, I'm holding it. The world's greatest podcast in America. 
Uh, I'll cut this out. Hold on. Jesus Christ. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling today. And just leave. Just leave it. In there's there. no sleep in the mornings kicking my ass. And then like if I'm <laughs> if I'm gonna not sleep and then also like go to the gym or today like go play pickleball. I'm just absolutely drained. Welcome into the podcast. We are recording later than usual today. Cody McClure joins me in California. I am John Reed, live and in Knoxville, Tennessee. Cody, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fine. Doing just fine, John. It's uh, kind of middle of the day for me, so I'm. Uh, I, I just hit my like. I drove back over here to do the podcast, and like 20 minutes before we started to go on, I started to get that like midday lull, you know, where you just get super tired. So I had to brew me another cup of coffee, but I'm I'm eager and uh, I'm full of piss and vinegar again. I'm, this is actually my second cup. So you like my cup? Hump a bunny? Uh, no, I would like it if it said hump like a bunny. Do you know where this cup came from? Can you guess? The Bunny Ranch. Yep, Moonlight Bunny Ranch, Carson City, or wherever it says on there. Um, yeah, I brought home I brought home two gifts from the Bunny Ranch when I went there. Both things stuck with me. One was the mug. I'll let you guess the other one. The shame? No, it was a fridge magnet. <laughs> so, so you're not getting much sleep, huh? No, no, I haven't really adjusted my schedule. Like, I still can't fall asleep until midnight, basically. And, you know, it's better than when we were doing the radio show at noon, because during those times, I'd be up to like 1 or one thirty. So I have at least gone to bed a little bit earlier, but still, yeah, I can't get to sleep before midnight. And and then that alarm starts going off at about 5.45. And then I, I, I am, I say I have an internal alarm clock. I've always said that. But really what that means is I just frequently wake up, I think is what that means. It's like I, I don't get restful sleep when I have to do something. So like, let's say I fall asleep. I am almost assuredly going to wake up every time through the REM cycle. So like two nights ago, I was asleep and I woke up. Let's say I went to bed at midnight. I woke up at like one forty-five. I woke up at 345. I woke up at five o'clock and just kind of like just wake up frequently to kind of check the time. That way I don't oversleep. Uh, that sounds terrible. So you're, so maybe you're going to sleep with your, with anxiety, like your mind's probably running. Well, yeah. Cause I, I don't want to oversleep. Right. And then that's probably, that's, that's fucking you up mentally. I think while you're sleeping. Yeah. Like I don't, like to- I don't really oversleep things, but I think it's just because I don't get into deep sleep when I have something to do. Yeah, that's tough, man. Like while you go if you go to sleep at midnight and you wake up at like one thirty or one forty five, I mean that's you're basically getting through one cycle and then it's like once your cycle resets, you're awake again. Yeah, that's, that's kinda that's kinda know. what's happening. Every time I go through a cycle, I wake up. Mm. It does not sound ideal. Now last night I think I met through two cycles. I, I went to bed around midnight and I woke up at three thirty and I felt pretty refreshed. I, I maybe should have just gotten up. I maybe should have just gotten up and maybe I need to figure out if I can work in a little nap. I don't know. I don't know. The radio station, we're moving into that new studio soon. It's getting very close. So that'll that'll cut out some time. And Because like now, after I get off the show, I pretty much just hang out at the station. I'll go eat and then I'll go back and I'll do some work until I get digested. And then I'll go to the gym. But 
when we move studios, that might change to where I do the show, come back home, eat at home. And then, you know, maybe catch a little nap or something, a little power, you know, 90 minutes or something. I don't know, but it's catching up to me. Well, that new uh, studio location, I mean, it should be better for you. Yeah, it should cut about 15 minutes off and then, like, make it much easier to just go home afterwards. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. If you need to, maybe you could catch a midday power nap in the old uh, the old Bud Light uh, chair there. I was going to say leather. It's not really leather. Well, you know already that it's gone. That that chair's been gone for about... Oh, it is? Yeah, you you were there when it got, it was gone, right? I mean... Oh yeah, we put that yeah, big yeah, ass yeah. fridge in there. Yep, that's right. I forgot. I I guess I thought for some reason the chair was still in there. That thing needed to go in. Anyway. Yeah, no place to nap there. There was one. There was one night that I just slept at the studio. Yeah, a couple. You mean when the chair? Yeah, was a there? couple years ago, I just slept at the studio. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was gonna have to do that for a while if I couldn't find a place to live. So, how was your Valentine's Day? You know, the closest I got laid yesterday, the closest I got to getting laid was I went to Starbucks and the girl at Starbucks told me happy Valentine's Day and put a heart sticker on the top of my cup, my ice shaking espresso. So that that's the most love I got yesterday was a heart sticker and a, and a happy Valentine's Day. So not uh, not a lot of action. Darling, I know you're angling for a tip, but if you keep messing around, you're going to get a different kind of tip. Am I right? Listen, it's a bullshit made up holiday anyway. It's, it's big chocolate and big flower, big floral, uh, you know, big teddy bear, big Reese's, all these candy companies and Hershey's and all this shit. It's a bullshit holiday, and I, I've always hated it. Even you're like the Grinch. You're like the little baby Grinch that that got made fun of and then grew up to hate Christmas and try to steal all the presents. Cody has hated Valentine's Day because he can't find love, so he's always hated the day about love. You're like the Grinch. This is a real life Grinch story. You see, I knew you were going to say that, and that's not the case. That's not what it is. I enjoyed Valentine's Day when I was a kid. I think it's good for kids, you know, when you get the shoebox. And you cut the little hole in the top and everybody gives you their own little, you get a little message from everybody. Like I enjoyed that as a kid, but otherwise it's just made up. I mean, I'm not trying to go in on capitalism here, but it's just, it's that cycle of, of the year. You know what I mean? We've talked about this. I'm okay with the real holidays, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Those are real family centric holidays. Fourth of July is, you know, celebrating the country's independence. There are good holidays, but some of these holidays are just a cash grab. And Valentine's Day is the worst one. That, that's just my thoughts. On you know, it. I used to feel like you in fifth grade after I got the girl that I had a crush on. She was from Indiana and loved the Pacers. And I made sure she got the Reggie Miller NBA Valentine that I passed out and that ro- that love was unrequited, and at that point, I did turn into a little bit of a Grinch like you, but I, I, I got over it. I love love. I like Valentine's Day. It's fun. Have you ever had sex on Valentine's Day? With uh, with another person? <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't... Have you ever been in the arms of a lover? Yes, another person on Valentine's Day. 
I, I've, I, you know, I've only had like a couple of actual, what you'd call girlfriends. And that was a long time ago. So I don't, I don't recall that. No, I don't think, I don't think I've ever had the love of a woman on Valentine's day. That's why you're the Grinch. Is it special? Is it, is it all, is it in the movies, like with the rose petals on the bed and the, you know, dripping chocolate sauce on each other. I've never, I've never really messed with food in the bedroom, to be honest. Why not? I don't know. I think like an ice cube is the most I've, I've messed around with in, in the bedroom. Why not? Bring some no ice whip, in there. Whipped cream or anything? No, I don't like whipped cream. Well, you don't like whipped cream? No, no. When I get milkshakes, I say no whipped cream, please. I didn't know that about you. I mean, I know you're picky, but whipped cream. I mean, that seems like heaven for everybody. It just seems like a waste. I'm good on the whipped cream. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a empty calorie. Right. I'm, I'm good. If I'm eating a milkshake, I don't need the extra whipped cream. Let's just get to the let's get to the Oreos. Well, you should maybe you should try some chocolate sauce. Sometime. Maybe you should try to have sex with a with a lover on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm just I'm giving you suggestions here. You know, I, I'm fine on Valentine's. You Day. know, maybe on do. maybe on St. Patrick's Day. You go down to Vaseline Alley and you find you an Irishman. Oh God! Here we go again. Here we go again. You go down to Vaseline. Take a chance. Columbus did. That's what I'm saying. So you can save it for Columbus Day if you want. If you want to, you know, like have love on Valentine's Day, find you an Irishman on St. Patrick's Day. Go down there and find a, a fool on April first. However you want to do it. That's too close to my birthday. Little little Cody the Grinch. The Love Grinch. I saw an Irishman yesterday uh, because I went to a a bar to watch the Tennessee-Arkansas game last night. So I I figured out in a a city of this size, you've probably heard of this, but they have like team-specific bars. Yeah. Like, you know, places that have a big alumni base. Sure, yeah. New York has a vol bar. Chicago has a vol bar. Yeah. So California has one too? Yeah, so I figured out where the Tennessee bar was, and it just so happened that it's right off Wilshire Boulevard, which is where I've been working. So I, I'm basically trying to like center my life around Santa Monica because that's just like that, that's where you want to be, you know? And so that's where this bar is over there. It's called uh, something Q. It's like it's not QAnon, but it's like Q's Billiard Bar or something like that. Q, like C U E? No, no, but that would be much more clever. I wonder if they thought about it. No, like Q the letter. Maybe the guy's name Q. I don't know. I just when I think of pool, I think of Q C U E. Yeah, that would be clever. But no, it's just a letter Q. But uh, anyway, they were showing the game in there, so I went in there and uh, had my first bar experience since I've been here. I, di- I didn't even drink anything, which felt wrong. I-, I don't think I've ever been in a bar and not drink anything were there other tennessee fans in there none that were representing which i wasn't representing either so i I just had on like a black t-shirt you know so i don't know if they were in there or not but the girl told me that it, it usually slaps pretty good in the fall i think they get like a tennessee football crowd in there but i was just looking for a place that would be showing the game because with the game starting at six o'clock, like I'm working during the day and to try to go back to where I'm staying at that time of the day is just impossible. It's like, I mean, it'll take you an hour and a half. So 
it worked out pretty good. Saw a nice win for our boys. As of now, are you planning on still being out in California in the fall? In the fall? I mean, I don't know about the fall. That's a long time for me. You know, I, I live on a three-month basis. No, I know. That's why I'm wondering, like, if you had even given any thought or if you think, you know, what would have to be going on in your life for, you know, career, I guess, to to still be out there when football season comes around? Well, I, I, I don't know. It just depends. Like, there's a lot of factors, you know? I mean, so... This place I'm in now is up like at the end of March. So some sometime in March, I've got to make a decision on whether I'm going to re-up here or do something different or maybe try to get closer into the city. You know, I mean, I thought about going to Austin, too, and trying that for a while. I really do like it out here. Like, the, And the weather's going to be nice, obviously, in the spring and into the summer. So I don't know. You know me. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Half the time. I'm just, I'm day to day. I like to live in the moment, enjoy my days. <laughs> We're all day to day on the injury report of life. The way I'm looking at it is like just really trying to commit to the comedy and doing that every night and then seeing if, seeing if it leads to anything at all. And like, if it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, I told you I haven't ruled out Austin. I'd like to at least see what it's about. Thought about maybe going to Austin and then coming back here, or I might just stay put. I don't know. But I'm trying to, I'm, I'm like dividing my days up into thirds. That's kind of what I'm trying to focus on right now. It's like, I, I, I'm trying to make it a priority, like the health. I don't know if you know this, but the, I, I got to thinking about like, obviously I'm not very healthy, right? I mean, Sure. Am I rambling? No, you, you you look pretty good right now. I mean, like to to hear that you've been in the bar and not drinking. I mean, that gives me hope. Well, I mean, you're still fat as hell, but like, don't get me wrong. Like, you're 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 still very very big, and you're still an asshole. I'm trying to. I'm breaking my days up into third. Like the the first third, I'm trying to focus on my. You're health. like one of these Instagram so like, guys that I, most people live 24 <laughs> hours. That's one day for them, but not me. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm doing. Like the first like three or four hours, I'm trying to get out into nature, do my walks, do my little hikes or whatever. I've been doing that all week. So that's that's good for the, the mental and the physical. And then I got to take like the block in the middle of the day to work. And then at the end of the day, I'm doing comedy. So I'm trying to at least hit those three things every day. Yeah, then if you do that, you can hear my uh, my little stand-up routine at my open mic. The the reason that I sent that one, I was hoping that people would not like completely shit on that one because I thought it was at least like I'm not saying by any means it was my best stuff, but I was trying to record something to put on the podcast and I thought that maybe that one would be good enough to at least like put up, you know, and not be completely embarrassed about it. And now I think that we should try to do that, maybe not every Monday, because I don't want to put you on the spot of, you know, A, having to come up with new jokes in case you're just kind of running back and fine-tuning the jokes you're already using. But like maybe once every two weeks, you know, maybe you, you include a five-minute set once every two weeks. And also, again, some people were complimentary and said, hey, loved Cody's bit. However, notice he didn't use <laughs> either of your jokes in the set. Yeah, well, I mean, every I did have every some people point that out. Different, you know. I'm trying to work them in there. No, I, I hear you, but you're, you clearly have given up on my jokes pretty good, uh, pretty soon. But. No, 
No, I haven't. These things, these things take time. You know, you got to be patient with these things. I'm trying to figure out what works up there and what doesn't. And then, and then some nights are like, you know, maybe it's only a three minute set. And if I've only got a three minute set, then it's, it's tougher to get things in. And so, and like Tuesday night, I didn't get to go up because I, I centered my whole Tuesday night around trying out the uh, West Side Comedy Theater in Santa Monica, which was awesome. I went there and I found the place and there were like 30 to 40 people there. And it was, it was a pretty cool, like had an actual audience. And everything. So the show before the open mic is Neil Brennan every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with him, right? From Chappelle's, he was Chappelle's writer. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. So he does a show on Tuesday and then right after Neil Brennan's show, the open mic happens. So you get a lot of holdover. You get a lot of the crowd that was at his show will stay for the open mic. And so I thought that'll be cool. I can go up in front of an actual decent crowd. Problem was a lot of comedians are there doing the same thing and they want to get up too. Yeah. And they draw 25 names out of a bucket and I didn't, I didn't get drawn. So I just wasted my time. I I stayed for maybe like half the mic just to, uh, just to watch. So it wasn't a wasted night. Just kind of watch some of the other comedians go up, see how they did. But well, it is Thursday. Are you ready for my joke of the week? Yes. All right. Yes, I'm ready. All right. Who likes who likes impressions? Okay, come on, guys. Make some noise if you want to hear some impressions. If you like impressions, let me hear it. Uh, oh, God, we got a we got a fucking impression. No, no. Then you say, "Oh no, I don't do any." Sorry. Uh, the next fucking Jeff Dunham. <laughs> then you be like, "Oh, sorry, I don't do any impressions." Oh. Is that, is that yeah, the that's the joke? <laughs> okay, so we mailed it in this week. <laughs> Do you guys like impressions? <laughs> Make some noise if you want to hear some impressions. Oh, well, I'm sorry, I don't do any. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a- it. Might work. At the very least, you'll you'll get some pity, like claps of people saying, like, "Woo!" <laughs> yeah, that'll get a chuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be, obviously, it's not like. Uh, a well yeah. thought out three part or anything, but okay, yeah, I'll work that in. I got others, but I, it's, I gotta save them for next week. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. I mean, uh, you're I doing pretty good right now. You think it's funny? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's I don't know. It's oh fuck, hang on, oh Jesus, this thing's falling down again. I gotta get the fucking. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, but my my internet went out again a little bit earlier. But you, luckily, I came back and you were still talking. So, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're good. either keep talking if it goes out again, or just pause, and then I'll come back, and then we'll just kind of splice it together. Yeah. Oh, by the way, while we're on the topic, I did have one complaint on the uh, podcast. Um, sometimes when you put the episode up, you don't put episode and the number. Yeah. Yeah. Not the nitpick, but because <laughs> I was, I did it a couple of times. I did do it a couple of times, but then I was like, I really don't want to commit to doing it every time, but I can go back and edit them. If you think it's important, how do you feel about it? I like when it has the episode number so that it keeps track of all the episodes. We've oh, done. wow. A hundred episodes. We've made it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cause this is like number six or whatever. So well, I was also just doing for now. I could just do the math of two times a week and you know, how many weeks we've done it, but I, I'll go back to putting the numbers in there. That's fine. 
I just like it with a number. Or you don't even have to write the episode if you don't want. You can just number it and then like a dash or something. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to do. Okay. Just, uh, I'll take that into consideration. Of all okay. of all the nitpicks and criticisms I've heard from people, that one has somehow annoyed me the most. Yes, I understand my mic didn't sound good for a couple of them. Yes, I understand the camera didn't work on a couple of them and my internet kept going out. There's there's nothing I can do about it. Trust me, I'm trying. I got, I got a combined... 180 feet of cords in my living room right now of things plugged in and <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got, I got two, I got two laptops here trying to figure out which one will work. Yeah. I can't get my, my webcam to work. The one that's in the computer won't work. So I went and bought a webcam and it won't work. At least you got plenty of cords to hang yourself with. If you get tired of dealing with it. <laughs> no, no, no. I got that pistol. still, still sitting with it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Waste, oh, I, I don't have anything strong enough here to like tie the rope around. I felt uh, I felt really bad for this guy. Speaking of killing yourself, I, last night I was really worried, hoping this guy didn't go kill himself. Um, so at the mic, I did the late mic last night, the eleven o'clock, and there were only like four dudes in there that had signed up, and so all of a sudden, like in the middle of our mic, this dude walks in with a backpack. Typical L.A. homeless, you know, he, he smelled awful because this the club that's right on sunset, like you get some stragglers in that area. And so he had walked in, I guess, fresh from his tent. He's like, I saw your sign. Oh, I just wanted to watch some comedy. It's like, OK, that's not really the best show to watch, but I guess you don't have to pay for it. So anyway, he sat there for like 10 minutes. And then this this one guy that goes up. Uh, he goes up everywhere. He, he went up in front of me and he was just like dogging the guy. And he was saying like, somebody in here fucking stinks. Like somebody smells awful. And it was awkward. Cause there were like four or five of us in there, you know? And so I tried to like, you know, when, when someone says something and it makes the conversation awkward. Sure. And you just, you feel that silence just kind of go over the room and it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I once I once was um, at a girl's apartment one time, and my friend my friend called her a cunt. How many times are you gonna bring that up? Open like nine of her white claws, spilled one of them, threw up in her clean bathroom, and then knocked all the things <laughs> off of her office shelves, and then again called her a cunt. Or asked why that time. I think the second time he asked why she's she's being such a bitch. But yeah, there was an awkward. Silence. I've been I've been in a situation like that before. Get some new material. <laughs> well, anyway, so this guy is like going in on him. Like he he says while he's doing his set, he says somebody in here smells fucking terrible, and I can't deal with it. And like personal hygiene is the most basic thing you can do. And he's like, I think we all know who it is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Mind you, there's five people in here. Okay. And so I kind of stood up for the guy. I was like, I was like, what are you looking at me for, dude? Like, uh, just cause I'm the fat guy, you know, I feel like the fat guy, everybody thinks he stinks, like trying to take some of the weight off this fucking homeless guy. Anyway, they end up asking the guy to leave. And, and I, I just, I felt so bad for him. And I told the guy after, I was like, wait, what are you doing, man? You're, you didn't have to go in that hard on him. It's like, it's like he was rubbing dirt in the wounds of a guy who's already got dirt in his wounds. 
It's like spitting on a guy who's already been pissed on. Yeah. He's already been pissed on. Probably literally in this scenario. You don't have to spit on him, too. I mean, I did smell him. You know, like like the guy on stage was not wrong. Well, yeah, but, but some things are so him. obvious you don't have to say. And, like, it's it's not... Especially if there's only four people in there. Like what? I guess the guy was just fed up and wanted the guy get kicked to get kicked out. And I guess succeeded. I don't know, but what did he say? It just made me. What did he say when you asked him? Like, did you have to do that? Was he kind of like, yeah, fuck yeah, I did. Oh, I, well, I was just trying to give you a line there. I guess you missed my. Is it maybe it's not as good as I thought it was? We try. Again. He was rubbing. He was rubbing dirt in the wounds of a guy who's already got dirt in his wounds because he's homeless, you know? No, yeah, no, I got it. And that's why I went with pissed on and spit on. Like, I, I was playing off of yeah. it. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. I, it was a good one. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, felt, I felt bad for him. And and I, things like that, like, th- when I... That that tells me that I do have because sometimes I wonder if I have like empathy, you know, because I'm just kind of hardened to a lot of stuff and it doesn't really get me. But when a guy who's fucking down on his luck, who has nothing in life comes in and all he wants is to just maybe have a couple laughs, maybe, maybe get a smile on his face for the first time that day. And then you just shit all over the guy and make him leave. I don't know. I felt bad for him. I thought about it all night. It's like when I hit that raccoon, you know, some things really get me. Callie Cody, big liberal, bleeding heart liberal. How <laughs> dare you think that homeless man deserved a little bit of dignity and to, to be able to sit among regular people and not be singled out yeah. for being lower than them. Even though I am the guy who also said we should just fence off Kansas and put them all in there. Well, you know, <laughs> if if he was fenced off in Kansas... Maybe there would be comedy shows there that he could go to, and some of those guys could could work on their sets and be surrounded by other homeless people, and it wouldn't be a problem. Like, you know, maybe if you did fence off Kansas. Did I ever tell you about the guy in Knoxville that we were over at the tavern one night, and there there was a commotion? I wasn't even there, but apparently there was a homeless guy out there, and his dog got hit by a car, like out in front of the tavern. <laughs> which is also super sad when you consider that he's already homeless and the one thing that he had in life just got hit by a car. So anyway, I went by the uh, MASH site. Oh, host disappeared again. Well, anyway, he's coming back. He'll be back soon enough. I went by the MASH site. Well, I don't even know why I'm saying this because no one can reply to it. So we'll just take a little temporary pause in the action. I'm going to put in a Zen three milligram chill. I do the six milligrams too, but during the day, I only do the three milligram Zens. We'll just consider this an ad for Zen until John gets back. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You know, I got off to Copenhagen and started doing these, and now they're a part of my identity. Now... I can't, I, I didn't do the Copenhagen only. At, I only did one a night. And now with the Zen, I do like six of these a day. So I had to go from the six milligram down to the three milligram. So I could, uh, so I could function during the day and he's still not back. It's so weird talking to yourself, even though we're putting it out there for people. I don't know what to say. I guess I'll just tell my story. I went to Malibu Creek 
today or yesterday to start my day with a little walk slash hike. And I discovered when I got out there, it's, it's just like one of these really nice like nature trails. You know, they got a, a creek, obviously, that runs through there and there's mountains and stuff and saw some turkeys and squirrels and all the good stuff in nature. And I figured out. And there's where my internet completely died and never came back, at least for the rest of that session. Appreciate Cody. Appreciate you guys. We'll try it again on Monday. Again, if you have any suggestions on how to improve my internet, please send them to me because I'm trying to Ethernet in. I'm trying to hardline. It's not working. I don't have a setup to where if I just use my iPhone like Cody is where my, my headphones will work. I guess I need to find some old school iPhone headphones and maybe we just both do it that way. I don't know. I don't know. But that'll do it for us. The world's greatest podcast in America. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. Shout out to John Runyon. Shout out to Cody McClure. The morning show on Fan Run Radio every day, 7 to 10 a.m. Charity golf tournament. Looking forward to that. March Madness. Got some cool things coming up. Peace.